Welcome back to Mishpacha Magazine's Take Two, where we get a closer glimpse of the names and faces familiar to you from the pages of the magazine. Today's guest is very special, Yossi Gestetner. It's a big honor and pleasure to welcome you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. The reason I say it's special, it's because I feel like I'm treading on ground where I've watched secular uh, media representatives and journalists try to trip you up and uh, make you fault, and they haven't been able. A little guy like me who never went to journalism school, what chance do I have against a titan like you of media? With all that, we'll try. All right. What do you do? Uh, in the private sector, I focus on business strategy within marketing. Okay. Uh, marketing doesn't mean another ad. It means the strategy, the numbers, the messaging of which market you're going to focus, whether it's demographics, whether it's geographics. That's the okay. main work. As a side job, I'm a commentator of current events, uh, current events politics in the United States. I started out more than 15 years ago in the blot, moved on to Komovasar, and I juggled both, mm-hmm. and I also try uh, enjoying some time on Twitter without any pay, you know, to keep the conversation going. That's not a job, but that's, uh, you know, a uh-huh. sub of the side job. And then I co-founded almost nine years ago in February 2013, I co-founded OJPAC, the Orthodox Jewish Public Affairs Council, whose mission is to fight bigotry and hatred against Orthodox Jews and to advocate for civil rights and civil liberties affecting the Orthodox Jewish community. And this statement that I just just gave you, what the mission is, illustrates the importance of marketing. Somebody who runs an institution, whether it's private or public, a nonprofit, whatever what it is, they gotta be able to feel and say what it is that they do and should be able to say, like you know, they say the elevator pitch. You know, if the pitch is too long you can stop the elevator, but most you know that's the point. You gotta be able to say and understand and feel and what it is. Articulate that do. with passion yeah. what it is you do. So I'll tell you, you said a lot of things there. Which one of the things it leads me to be interested in talking to you today? But really, like you said, I'm sure they're all they all overlap in different ways. Yeah. You the way I see it are probably a pioneer in, in from Askanas and media in the fact that you know, I don't know how the the wider Hamisha from community will call it. Uh, looked at anti-Semitism. Was that something that they wanted to invest money in fighting anti-Semitism and bigotry? It wasn't a big story that I remember uh, 15 or even 10 years ago. Then things got, you know, Trump's America was a little bit of a tinderbox. Suddenly everybody, everything was on the table. For whatever reason, both sides were talking about anti-Semitism. The left to paint Trump as an anti-Semite, the right because they, they were telling you that anti-Semitism. But everyone was talking about anti-Semitism. And then came COVID. And there were fingers pointed directly to our community. And you were really the first and most passionate voice, and you were also doing something that I thought was unusual, and that you were fighting back not just with emotion, but with real data. So tell me a little bit about that, about, uh, am I right in, in that, is that what you do? And COVID in particular, was that, were you ready for that? Was that a strategic decision, I'm gonna use data? Did you just feel, were you just really angry? And you felt like? Uh, I, think, uh, I think when you wanna make an argument, uh, you need to have, the data, when, and, and, this, and this goes back to even the private sector. I'm not trying to promote my private sector work, but I'm trying to stress how it's all interconnected. I like data, I like numbers. And if you want to make an argument, I think it's good to shout a little bit. It riles up the opponent as a tactic. Sometimes people even name call, which can come across childish, but it has an impact. You can sometimes see politicians, again, Trump did it to a fault, but you can sometimes see people use um, certain languages and certain tone to trigger you the other find person. that undignified or? Is the question is what's the mission at hand? Okay. But most importantly, you gotta be able to have the numbers and the facts. If you wanna make an argument, it's not just to say, how dare you say that? It's no, 
How can you say it when the numbers are this? Because if you ask a person, how dare you? But I nobody, just said, how could no one else was doing this? You, you didn't have a lot of from uh, offices and bureaus churning out the numbers and the data needed to win. How come? Nobody thought. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't tell you why others didn't do wh what I'm doing, but I can tell you why I am doing it. Okay, I noticed because I noticed a, a pattern that government policy is a direct result and an outgrowth of the public conversation regarding Orthodox Jews. If you go back even to a case like Rabashkin, for many years, his plant was the center of attention and negative attention. So much so that people from both parties decided to pile on to him as an institution. Again, I'm not talking about the specifics of what he was accused, found guilty, not guilty. I'm talking about the, what, uh, what led to it. And you can see issue after issue after issue, even the issue of education. Um, you have the state government in New York and the city government New Jersey, not so much, but Beaker in New York, everyone has worked up about it. You have elected officials. Uh, uh, it didn't happen on its own. There's somebody out there who runs an institution or an organization for almost 10 years. These days he raises five, six $600,000 a year, and he's out there um, you know, pushing, pushing an agenda. Educational reform. And yes, uh, reform suggests that something's wrong and want to reform it. No, I call it taking away educational independence from yeshivas. So we got to make sure the terminology. So his organization was founded a half year before mine. I wasn't an answer to him. I'm just saying that I have seen a pattern. There's so many other issues. Even Joe Hines, who was a district attorney in Brooklyn. Again, I know he's speaking here to a larger audience, but Joe Hines was a household name in Brooklyn. For many years, he was very uh, even-handed to the Orthodox Jewish community. But when he came under attack, he went crazy. Um, so many fights about the Erev parks, zoning, yeshivas, a pipeline in KJ, and especially Lakewood Times River Jackson. You so see, these communities hire you? This is something you do? No, 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 no. It's not, it's, not about, it's, not about, it's not about me hiring. But if somebody has a, a private or direct uh, PR issue, I do private sector PR. And if there's a local issue, I always suggest that people should hire their attorneys, uh, you know, attorneys to do the work. You should have local uh, stakeholders be the ones uh, speaking or um, filing claims, because if you want to file something in court, if you don't have standing, you don't have anything. But the point is, issue after issue, there's always a direct path between uh, information versus outcome. So if you want to have a better outcome for the Orthodox community, whether it is less hate in the street, less discrimination in the private sector, less um, targeted harassment from government, you need to have a fair and balanced conversation. That's the concept of what I'm doing. Now, I try to use data, statistics, facts, history, and context uh, to, to present the case. Multiple counties where there aren't any Orthodox Jews are at four, five, six percent. Scientifically, it doesn't make sense to say, hey, where we are now, oh, this is the scary red zone. Down there, perfect. Gestetner stresses the enforcement action unfairly singles out a community while the virus knows no geographic boundaries. And I, I always like uh, asking reporters, and I keep on saying it, you know, when reporters ask me, I understand, Yossi, I'm not supposed to cover it. I always tell them, you can do whatever you want. So don't, uh, don't suggest that I'm telling you what to cover. But there's a simple rule. If you would not cover this story, or if you would use different connotations and different information, but it involves African Americans, Latinos, or Muslims, do the same for us. That's the standard. And do you that's find that you're being successful with the In reporters? many areas, absolutely. I mean, that they respect that? Some more, but some less. I have a less. question for you. You just said something which I find. You said fear and balanced. 
But at the same time, once you're already the voice and you're always going to be defending the Orthodox community, whatever the charges are, then you're not balanced. You have your agenda, so to I'm speak. Not, uh, my job as an advocate or my choice to be an advocate has a different set of standards for what a journalist needs to do. If somebody is a hired spokesman for a company on the on the on the that's siege, what you essentially are—the hired spokesman. I, of I wouldn't. I, I I always you know people sometimes tell me Yossi, don't speak in my name. I never speak in your name. I speak in the name of Yossi Gestetner and OJ Pack. So, it's not about defending a wrongdoing. It's about trying to assure a continuous, fair, and honest coverage. Fair coverage would be that would would you are you ignoring information? Did you reach out to an organizational leader? Would you write this way? Would you even have a story if this... Um, this is just, I'm curious, who funds you? Who made you the spokesman? So, Ojo, who, somebody's funding you to do this. You, have, you give a lot of time. Right. You're there. You're on site. And the media knows where to find you. That takes time and it takes money and you have to cultivate relationships. Who's funding that? In addition to relationships, you need to do a lot of research, writing, studies, editing, the production of content, videos, ads, brochures, mailers, print, radio, TV, okay. distribution. Who's, so who's funding you? So I'm asking you. I'll answer that in a minute. Based on what we do, based on the reach that OJPAC has, what do you think our budget is, an annual budget? You have some, underst some understanding what it takes to be relevant you're, you're out there. Interviewing me now, you're I'm asking you a question because I want to get to a point, yes. Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars a year. Yeah. I appreciate the compliment because the highest budget that we ever had isn't even $250,000 a year. And that's the best year, mm -hmm. which would be 2021. Mm -hmm. So I take it as a compliment that you feel that we run a half a million dollar budget and we actually do it for less than half than that. And that's even the best year. The biggest- Very, uh, very cute to watch you do your thing. I'm, you're impressive. Yeah. But, 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 but again, I want- I, I, Okay, well, it wasn't no, a I, Yeah, I hear No, 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 okay. because I want to get to a point. I want well. people to sometimes understand or even appreciate, I'll be very frank about it, what it is that I give in terms of time, effort, and talent that I do with my 10 fingers. Oh, that, I, I want to go on the record here. I asked you to come in today because you're impressive. That means no, not, no, no, I, I have no... No, not, not as a critique. You're, not, not you as the a first, critique. Like I said, I, I watched you go with data. I had never so, seen anybody so, do that. So, so the point and is... And I've watched you overwhelm reporters with the data, and they're, they're, they're the ones who are stammering. That I've seen. Correct. So half of the funds that we have comes from me. comes from me putting in the hours, me putting in the effort and the energy, and doing the work where if you needed to hire experts to do it and companies to do it would cost easily three, four hundred thousand dollars a year. So, that's, so I'm doing it at the expense of my income and family and, and leisure time. It's a, that's that. Okay. I'm driven. Now the rest, couple hundred thousand dollars that we raise, rank and file people, larger donor, donors, smaller donors, repeat, people who come back, people who understand uh, the effort, people who understand the cause. Um, it must so there be is, easier for you to raise funds than it was pre-COVID. It's, when people it's felt not. That, I don't. I don't view it as necessarily as a COVID. I saw it. I saw it as a long line, which started, I think, um, from the measles outbreak in the fall of 2018. That it, was your first big. It, no, battle? we we have done we have done a lot of work. I mean, we have been busy with uh, the the item in, in Mawa, New Jersey, was in July of 2017. We have had a lot of work. It's we didn't. I didn't come onto the scene the last two three years, but I think the last two three years. It finally dawned on people like, you know what, this is a problem that actually impacts us. And if, if you and look why at... why are you different than the organizations do that? There's a good others, the OU, there's all kinds How of... How I'm different? Oh, okay. How do you overlap with them, work with them? Okay, so, so there are places where we work together and places where we, we do different things. Aguda as an institution is very active on the advocacy front, lobbying uh, directly politicians. 
if there's a legal issue, Aguda would be the one more likely to file a lawsuit, amicus brief, or guide local communities how to, how to file the lawsuit. That's one part uh, which is very important for a community, a growing community, a community of unique needs to have such an institution. But on the other hand, you need to have someone out there as a person or as an institution, no matter the size, and we can obviously be much more effective uh, you know, if we accomplish this with such small budget, you know, we can be much more effective. You need to have someone to keep the conversation honest. And even, to, you know, you look today versus five, ten years ago. Ten, five, ten years ago, you didn't have so many people from within the community willing, able, or capable to speak to reporters on the record, off the record background. I changed a lot of that um, by being active, by encouraging other people. Now, I have a question for you. You're yeah. pro-Republican or even pro-Trump in your, in your social media profile, doesn't that hurt the community that you're representing when you're so obviously on one side? Most politicians are not so, Republicans. So, so I, think, I think this is a very, uh, not, I'm not saying not to use an offense, it's a very masufal language. Superficial. It's very superficial, very oiberflechlich. Um, superficial. Yeah, okay. Oiberflechlich, yeah. whatever. Because uh, if, 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 first let's back up a minute. Um, you know, as long as I give what I give for this cause in terms of the time, the effort, and the energy, um, and, and, and I'm not even breaking even, so to speak, I, I think that I, I'm comfortable enough to do what I think is what I want to do. If people have a different opinion, yeah, you know, no, they I can step up. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, maybe it impacts the work you're doing. So now, now, now let's go to the next part. The fact of the matter is that the typical politician in New York knows that the Orthodox community is very Republican-leaning. The fact is that AD 48, Assembly District 48 in Brooklyn, the main district, 85, 75% voted for Romney in 12 and for, and, for, um, and for Trump in 16. The New Jersey numbers are what they are. The Hamish Oyden votes Republican. And what happens is a lot of officials who are Democrats try to accommodate the concerns of the community. So if they see an advocate of the community, you know, as being who he is, outspoken the way it is, it's like, okay, you know, what else did you expect from within the Orthodox community? In addition, and that's where's the superficial part, many on a local level, here in New York and New Jersey, many places aren't that Democrat at all. If you go north of the, north of the city, in Rockland County, Orange, and Sullivan, all these places are essentially Republican strongholds. Even in New Jersey, there are some places where Republicans are very strong. Now, this is me answering, accepting your premise. And that's what I, when I debate a person, I try first, you know what, let's say you're right. But the fact is, you're not right. I don't, I don't view, I don't, I'm not a Republican and a Republican. No, I have conservative, no, I have conservative leaning opinions on topics. Any Heimishid would be much more conservative than liberal from a Twitter perspective. I'm not saying I'm, I'm trolling a on tone. Twitter. Uh, Let's use the word. Maybe. No, my tone. No, my tone is anti-media hackery, anti-media belligerent. If I'm belligerent, we can get. It's to not that diplomatic. In a You're not but a diplomat. But that that has nothing to do with Republican. But wouldn't when it help I, you to be a little I, more? When I take on, when I take on uh, a, a, a live from a big institutional media, happens so to be that the media is very left-leaning, so their lies slants in one direction, and it and it agitates me, so I push back. Multiple counties across the state, with no Orthodox Jews in, in it, have worse infection rates than Rockland County and Orange County. While speaking with Gestetner within the red zone in Spring Valley, a school bus rolls up. So we saw a school bus in the red zone that has a school in the not red zone. 
which, which actually illustrates a little bit the clown show of the policy that the governor is, is implementing. So a child from the red zone can go to a local, a non-red zone. This actually illustrates the point that you can't slice and dice a zip code. The whole topic of unfair media is destructive to the well-being of whether it's a country or whether a community. Right, because a if you, if you have, so, so, give me a second, so many policies, so many policies, even during COVID, are based because officials, who some of them are driven from office at this time, make decisions without any challenge. You don't have people sitting at big media asking them basic stuff. And when, when I see an interview and, and it's biased in one direction, it's like it yells at you, I want to yell back at it. And this part isn't uh, some greater service to the community when it doesn't involve okay, the Heimish Oilam. Somebody Googles Yossi Gassana. Some state legislator just came in, doesn't know much, and they know that you're launching some kind of campaign, either not against them, but you're trying to have dialogue with them. And the first thing they're going to see about you is your Twitter profile, which is belligerent. It's, it's very strident. It's very tough. It's very certain. It's very on one side. But what, why is it in your best interest to do that? Why not just... Which part, uh, which part of it is belligerent? That I'm very outspoken. Yeah. That I that I troll. That I can that I can come at people. You could come at big people. That's 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 how I am as a person. You've, that's that's you've that's taken on some pretty high profile people yeah, in America, but and they responded. That correct. Means they of take course. you seriously. Of course. Uh, so so the premise of your question is is false. Why why would they take someone personally if he's belligerent? Who says it's a problem? I'm asking you. I'm trying to understand what I'm you're asking, doing. I'm asking back. Who says it's a problem? I, I think it could be a problem for, for somebody, some people. It depends. It depends. If you run an institution like Aguda, whose core work is advocacy, yeah, you wouldn't want Hamdouvet Zwiebel or uh, you know some uh, high-ranking people in Aguda to be uh, swinging, swing, swinging around with a bat. I understand. It's a more mayufus type of institution. My job is, or not my job, my advocacy is... By stop, my office, stop, you mean diplomatic? Yeah, diplomatic, yes. Yeah, but I believe your audience understands what the definition of my office is. No, I'm, I'm taking issue yeah. with the definition of a Correct, my yeah. office. It's not my office. It's yeah. diplomatic. It's different. Diplomatic, okay. Good. Dig, dig. But my, the advocacy that I do is that I'm going to try to hold people accountable with facts and data and working with them or calling them out for not being fair... Uh, against Orthodox Jews. There's nothing in the work that I do that I need to be more or less diplomatic than how I am. Okay. I have a certain energy, a certain labidikite, a certain direkite. And in fact, if I were to lose the edge, probably have the energy that I have to... Even if you come across as angry, that's that's by design. It's not a design. I don't act to be angry. I'm sometimes legitimately angry as to how, if you have a governor in New York spending three days every day telling that he has an issue of coronavirus in the Orthodox community when it's elsewhere, it literally bothers me. We have identified several small communities, uh, and there happens to be an ultra-Orthodox Jewish community. Some of the complexity in the enforcement here, especially with members of the ultra-Orthodox community. We're now having issues in the Orthodox Jewish community in New York. I have to say to the Orthodox community tomorrow, uh, if you're not willing to live with these uh, rules, then I'm going to close the synagogue. The point is that I'm not, I'm not uh, um, auditioning now for a job at the UN. I'm advocating for the community with a steadfast proudness and demand of our rights and freedoms and liberties not be trampled upon. 
If you want to respect it, that's good. If not, I'll but continue pushing. That means there has been a situation in the firm community, if we're being honest, where there were Askanim who were very worried about their photo ops or their invitations to the Hanukkah parties. Yeah. So they were very scared to take on whatever administration was there because they just needed to be friends with everybody. You're not doing that. Correct. So whatever the price will be. Whatever Even though at a time, let's say, uh, was the, the anniversary now, the attack in Mansi, yeah. Cuomo, you took him around. You were like his guide, so to speak, no? Oh, that, no, that was actually during the attack, on the morning of the attack. Right, so I'm saying you, you, it was in your best interest to have that relationship with him. So it's not You're jeopardizing that during COVID no, so when you go... No, 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 not necessarily. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why. First of all, until a couple of years ago, one of the private sector jobs mm -hmm. that I used to take used to be uh, political campaigns. Because the focus that, uh, of what I did in OJPAC was exclusively content and media. But I figured that to be more effective, you've got to be able to give a hug for a politician or a figurative punch, not an actual punch. Um, so I can't ha run political campaigns in the middle of the year and then the, uh, at the end of the November and then middle of the year take sides. So again, that's another sacrifice. So you gave that up? I gave that up. And this used to be worth 30. You'd be very good political, uh, political campaign manager. I, was, I worked I, uh, from 2010 to 2018. Some of the you biggest campaigns, some of the biggest campaigns, some of the biggest campaigns that impacted the Heimish Oilam, I, I did the Jewish work there. And then you gave that up because you can't take on a politician who might be I gave customer. it up. I gave it up because I figured that in order for OJPEC to be more, more impactful, we've got to be able to reach out to a politician, not reach out, to call and express some frustrations or give them credit where it's deserving. Um, so I'm not set up that I need to be, uh, I need to be in good or bad standing with a politician. We advocate. We, we, we line up. We have already lined up support in terms of uh, voices and people within the community. Uh, every year we have our appreciation event, and you attend it. For us, as an institution, it's important when so someone like yourself and other people within Jewish media, Jewish community media are there. It's helpful when you have leading voices on the advocacy front um, join such an event because it gives them the chizik and it, gives, uh, and it helps build the connection between us and the people who make this, this thing. So I'm not, I'm not out there trying to fight and box with, with elected officials. I, I have a certain persona. I have a certain type of... You worry that people, acute, people say, maybe, I'm not saying that they do, that you're like the Jewish Al Sharpton, you're a race baiter. That means you're just looking to build relevance on the backs of your people. So, so, so the, if, if, somebody, if somebody uses the term Al Sharpton, it depends what Al Sharpton means to them. The fact of the matter is, and this can be uh, painful, uh, because Al Sharpton, when he was younger, uh, said and did, did things that he came to regret. Um, I think at age uh, 25 or 28, which would be 10, 12, uh, 8, 10 years ago for me, I, I haven't said or done things anything, anything anywhere close to what he has done as, as a young no, age. But on, the other hand, but on the other hand, the fact is that as an advocate for his community, he, ke he kept on pushing for fairness and rights for African Americans. And now, it doesn't mean that a person always does everything the right way, especially when they're young. Uh, and if I were to do the things the same way as I'm at, uh, at 45, as I do now, it's going to be a problem because people grow older. But as somebody uh, told me recently, a nice supporter of us, uh, he's in the 50s, and he said, you at 36, you being in the 30s, you, you're still willing to do things that I at age 50, I don't want to do anymore. 
So L sharpen is a, is a loaded terminology. L sharpen is a person. I mean the person L sharpen. You don't you don't need to you need to apologize for asking. I appreciate the question. I think it's actually a good thing. It is a good question. He's yeah. actually I'm not, one. I'm of, not apologizing for the question. He's I'm actually just, he's actually one, again. I don't want to use a specific line because that was going to be crazy. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I don't no, want no, to use the line that I'm. That I mean I'm, that people say. I'm saying I'm saying you're I'm building saying, a profile on on the on the people around you. No no I'm not those. The, uh, let's let's back up. I personally can build a profile of being Yossi Stettner, marketing executive in the Orthodox community, says this, says that. It's not that you have a cause or organization that exists, it's out there, gives Yossi $200,000, $250,000 a year, and he builds on a cause. No. Yossi Stettner, and with energy and help of people, created a cause that needs to be addressed created an institution that has a name, that has a brand, where at this point uh, people reach out for content and, and context sometimes to discuss things. Um, Do you have people reaching out from secular media to all you the time. regularly? All the time. You Let's, know you have personal relationships with all of them? My phone here has probably 70, uh, some numbers of 70 reporters. And they call often for comment? And well, they call, I call them, they call me, they email me. From community. In fact, one of the reasons, one of the reasons why uh, some hate, hate incidents get the coverage that it deserves, which leads to government action. It's not just being on TV. Again, I can be on TV and releasing numbers. About, the Orthodox community is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is of growing interest in the tri-state area. I can be there every month as the executive of a PR firm with an expertise on the Orthodox community and with data. The same effort that I put in here could have put in there. So I don't I don't want to accept yet I don't want to accept people? yet that I that I have a net gain at this point. I, 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 I don't I don't accept that. No, not because I don't accept. It. I think it's a lack of appreciation by some people of what it is that I do and how it makes a difference. But being effective, but being effective, means that yes, you'll have politicians come to run to Monsi, not just give a press conference, but they'll provide more state police, more local police. The FEMA came running through Senator Gillibrand's office with extra million dollars for security after the Monty stabbing because we kept that story going. I got it. I got it. Do you have people, probably older people, who tell you, I you too, you too, just take it slow, be a little less. Do you have that in your life? I, I, I keep on saying uh, that Haskell Bennett, who is most known from Aguda, that he is my unofficial mentor. Why did I say unofficial? Because in case I mess up, he's not, you know, he, I'm not mentoring him. I just try to help him. So think of senior, senior Askonim in Yahadis Acharaitis, whether it's Reb Chamdovit from Magida, Sromoysha Spitzer from New Square, Gedali Segedon from Kiris Yoel, Pesach Lerner, who used to run Young Israel. Way back, I used to have a lot of conversation with Rebbe Lipschitz. I, uh, I take advice, I take guidance, but all, all of them know that d don't come to Yossi with a clap of the ring. Come to him with cycle and with facts and with reason. I, I am a certain person, I have a certain what type of energy. What is a high-profile media outlet that's ever reached out to you? Are you regular in the Times already? I have, I have reporters from New York Times, Washington Post, Bloomberg. They've all, the Times always had this list of people with expertise who so didn't get the community for years. We were hearing from the same. Yeah, because, because yeah, Heilman or whatever, because they, because they weren't, try. Because they aren't, it's Zayda Push the Zach. You are not going to have what I call the Chupanecta. Sometimes there's a crisis. People say, you know, we've got to hire a PR company in Manhattan. You're not going to have the Chupanecta guy in Manhattan fight for your cause, Medezel Baharts, like Ahem Shayid. Ahem doesn't mean Hasidish. Ahem that he lives it. 
He knows what it means. If somebody skin in the game. Yes, he has skin. He knows what it means that yeah, his community they need to have trip and act tie. That's a good that's term. I like trip it. Trip and tie. That, yeah, trip and act tie. That's how we call it. Yeah, the, the trip, trip and tie. tie company. Yeah, it's like, it's like a Kim Taran. He has that. Uh, He's a PR yeah, thing, and he yeah, calls you. and he charges you this for that. It's like. Okay, so your 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 whole way of thinking, even the term, is very representative of very new. That means the older generation just had respect and and. You're saying enough, enough. You're not going to preach to us how to, how to fight our campaigns. You're not going to preach to us. We're going to I, do it I, our I, way. I, I, am, I, I let everyone do whatever they want. No, I understand. I, 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 I'll ask you this question. You know, there are a lot of people, whether in Jewish community media, Jewish askunas, or just Jewish community, who like to gossip a lot. How many times have you, you know each other? Probably eight years. How many, do, you, do, me, do you recall me ever gossiping about anyone of this? No, because what we speak is usually about an issue. No, but how come? But, but why? But but there are people. There are certain people in in, yeah. in our industry who are known. Oh, they'll bring a schlep. I have my a policy. Do whatever you want. I really don't care if you can help the cause and you can help it the way I think it's a help. Come and join us. And if not, you know, at our event, and again, our event, you have the movers and shakers of the Orthodox community in terms of donors, leadership, askunas, and media. Do you know there are quite a few people there who wouldn't, uh, over there, wouldn't speak to each other and even come to me, why is he there? And you know, my answer, why is he here? My answer is some people ask that about you. Shush, enjoy the night and I get in talk. Build relationships with people with whom you can work. Smooth over uh, differences. Enjoy a cigar, enjoy the food. What was the hardest question that media asked you live over the last two years of COVID? What was the hardest thing for you to answer? The hardest thing to defend against? I, I, don't, I don't defend. Defend isn't the point. Defend assumes a wrongdoing that I defend. I don't defend. I try to explain and give context and background. Let's say um, I'm making this up, hypothetically. Somebody makes an illegal extension on their house. I'm not saying they have no permits, and the non-Jewish neighbors are complaining, and the media comes to you, and suddenly there's cameras outside the house, I, I, and you, you walk on camera. What are you going to say? It, depend, it depends what the question is. First of all, um, I remember it was uh, before the second days of Sikhs, and somebody put out a sign, apparently a paper, on the door saying that this is going to be a corona minion. And a reporter reached out to me. Do you have any comment? Comment on what? There's this paper. What paper? Somebody said it's going to make... Okay, so the Orthodox community in Rockland County has 75,000 people. We have hundreds of congregations. I don't even know when this, this was written, who wrote it, or maybe an agitator typed it up to create the story. You want me to comment? I, re I really have no... Wh what's happening here? They're like, oh, okay. Uh, so you're not just going to go straight into attack mode? You're going to... No, I, 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 a lot of times I refuse... If there's a message you would give to the community from here, from where we're sitting now, to be careful. We're, is there any areas... I don't, I, don't, I don't... Again, I don't tell anyone what to do. I'm just... Um, I just hope that people can be mindful. And it's sometimes difficult for me. If I have a difficult time on the road... If somebody, you know, if, if you're not focused that you got to take it easy, at the end of the day, you got to think, think of yourself as working in a company where you have your uh, insignia or a certain um, uniform, meaning you stand out as a person. You stand out as an identifiable person. So try to have a mind that when, if you would do something, maybe don't do it. But not as a lecture. I'm just trying. It can be helpful. However... If somebody does something wrong, I don't accept the premise that 100% Orthodox Jews, 100% of the time, need to behave 100% perfect, or else the media can then go and make a big story of it. That's the that's the misod, the, the, the falch, not a falch cut as falch, as in a flawed 
thinking that people have, even within the community. That as soon as well, no, well, well, it, it did happen. So, so therefore what? And it happened, and therefore what? Therefore, uh, the fa my family and I and, and everyone who, who has the same dress code, the same background, needs to suffer, needs to be uh, uh, you know, looked at in a negative way. And, and as it happened, is what? Are there people or situations that you find indefensible? I'm not going on camera. I don't recall. I don't recall ever defending. I've watched you on camera. I've watched you. It's you, not. It's not defending. I can try to. I, I, I can try to talk about a situation where it gives a little bit of context why people would do or wouldn't do. Uh, you, you know why you did something that I don't. Again, you, I understand the answer is that you're an individual. You were, it was a, some kind of meeting, a school board meeting or something, and you basically got up and lectured some legislator like, "Don't come to my house for." for latkes and, and pictures and then not be there when I need you. Remember this, like two years ago? No, that, okay, that was right after, yeah. And that was like, it was a new face and voice for Haredi uh, Asghanis in this okay, country. What happened, okay, what happened was... We never was, said anything like that. Okay, correct. So what happened was, right after the stabbing in, right after the stabbing in Monty two, uh, two years ago, the stabbing was 9.50. We tweeted at 9, uh, 10.30. My phone melted. On the spot, you had... You had, uh, how, how was I on, on ABC7, which is a very influential uh, tri-state area TV channel, live at 11 o'clock. You had the, the top people calling me, Yossi, we want live coverage. And then, and this pushed it to become a national, international right. story. So automatically, okay. politicians come and people step up. So one of the people who came was Tish James, uh, the attorney general, and she set up a meeting with everyone in Rockland County. Everyone would be elected officials, community leaders, clergy, right. and we'll have a, a meeting. And at the meeting, we were talking, you know, it's such dark, and, and I figured out, I don't understand. We had, at, sitting at Are that they? meeting, no, not, not at, we had a, two officials who have spent years fermenting hatred and division against Orthodox Jews with demonstrable lies and inaccuracies, and they're sitting there concerned, so I figured, you know what? In front of Tish James, you did this? Yeah, yes. It, and every, everyone was sitting like, whoa, what, whoa. So that's the sharp edge that I still have, and I don't apologize for so having. You, you because... You got so up I, and No, I sat. I sat, because they went around the table. I said, I want to speak. And I spoke for four minutes. And I unleashed sure. Gehenna on, on the attendees. And like, I, I think I almost pointed fingers at a specific person. I think you did. And don't yes. come, don't show up when it's... Don't show up, yeah, whatever. That point about showing up was a general point. I, I, the point is, I'm talking to lawmakers who are sitting here in this room on a state level. Don't pass any legislation about, about hate groups. Leave the, leave the laws as, as, as they are. Freedom of speech is what the Jewish community needs to thrive. What, what we need to do, we need to do is elected officials, one thing. This the Orthodox community in Rockland County has 65,000 people. This county has 330,000, so we're a large community. Start showing up at our events. Start being in this community. Post the photos, show that we are not dehumanized. Show that we are part of the community. This is all that I'm asking. That and we what was the reaction to that? So it depends. Uh, and that's the point where my belligerent th part comes across because there were many community leaders and advocates from within the community that wouldn't speak that way. But the Jew in Gaulus doesn't do that. Okay, what I mean? The Jew, mm. forget, it says in Shia Chofchez that if Kitam Shetsuri Alaya Yuris, if people come and attack you, you can go out this with Klai Zion. Data? You do with this too? Kla, with, uh, with, Kla, with Klai Zion, with Klai Zion and Hilcha Shabbos to push back. To push, no, I can't fight your data, volleyball. No, 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 but, uh, but you're going to give me my Amakimus. I'm telling you that. I'm watching for a lot of years. So, I do this I'm not for a living. That. We never saw a from asking a representative get up and Correct. unleash fury. But, 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 I'm, but I'm answering that people, the people's focus on gulas 
should be that if you're in gulas, I don't want to hear your opinion about masks or lockdowns or shuls and yeshivas. Follow the rules 100% because you're in gulas. Don't, don't come and tell me, Yossi, how do you defend, how do you defend the orthodox way? You ask questions and you, don't, you, know, you move on too quick. ADHD. Okay, it's not Be a nice. problem. Okay. Don't judge me. Yeah? It's not judging. It's an, it's an, it's an assessment. I appreciate it. My point, the point I'm trying to say is that the, the, if you read online, right, it's always about claims against Hasidim and Orthodox Jews. I don't want to repeat the claim because I don't want to give it publicity. Even most people that will watch this uh, are Orthodox. But so much of the claims is about our general lifestyle, which is or isn't, whether it's larger families, certain income things, and, and uh, sidewalks and driving, whatever. So I'm out there doing the research at the, expense of, at the expense of my income, my family, and leisure time, doing the research and the data and the studies and getting it out there in the media that your way of life should be better understood and not judged. And you have the chutzpah to tell me that it's a gulas? Just the opposite. Because we are in gulas, we have an obligation to live in peace with the neighbors. Well, and living in peace with the neighbors, living in peace with the neighbors would mean getting the facts and the data out there. However, if somebody comes and attacks you, as I said, going back to Shinyi Chofches, the halucha is, at least what the bylaws is, you can go out with weapons in Shabbos. Gidaim dai of weapons? Yes, weapons. Again, I'm not passing, I'm not saying you should take up arms. I'm stressing a point. It doesn't say, this is Gizugavad. I can take it, I got it. What was the reaction? Was Tish James uncomfortable with that? Did you hear from her? Um, I think... You must have made it unpleasant for Okay, yeah. The main focus was about a big Facebook group, which right after that, I called out that group and how politicians engaged with it. The immediate reaction was that that group that literally every article used to be about Orthodox Jews suddenly changed. And for a year, until a year ago, they behaved. Since then, they became a little bit more easy. Um, there was someone who is in Tish James' circle who was very not happy with it. You know, we come in here, we have an event, we host everyone, and how do you unleash... I heard that person's opinion, uh, and I respect that person. Uh, that person's stance, but um, I don't think that ha- five Hasidim being stabbed in our neighborhood and our community being under siege from elected officials and media in ways that would not be tolerated okay. against anyone uh, necessarily. What about the people you call that themselves? The two politicians themselves. Those, uh, those, they, those two, those two whom I pointed at or knew that I meant that they didn't tell me anything. And there are officials in this room whose supporters and activists and staff members comment their share on that page. Every co- uh, post on that page, almost every post is about Hasidim, and this is how it works. Everything about Hasidim is wrong, and everything wrong in Rockland County is about Hasidim. I know you want to be, you know, uh, an elected official on the state, state level and say that everyone in this room is nice. I'm not going to call out names. I'm not, I'm not even going to look at politicians whom I, whom I uh, intend with these words. But here's the challenge to those politicians. You have hundreds of photos on your Facebook page going to this community and that community. I challenge you to show me one stupid photo of you attending an event in the Hasidic community. But, may, you know, I got a lot of... Uh, Over you the know, years, have you seen any change in their behavior? Of course. Of better. Course. Sure. Sure. I mean, there was, a, there was a politician in Rockland County, countywide, who, in 2017, literally every, every observant Jewish person voted against him. This time around, the people voted for him. I'm not saying in big numbers, people didn't rush to turn, run out. Uh, You've seen out. effects. No, I, I always tell elected officials, even reporters, I'm not looking for perpetual disagreement. If you give us fair, it doesn't even mean that you agree 
with my view on things. You're very good at what you do. It's a pleasure to have you here. I just got started. We're ready done. We'd have to do it again. Okay, you're, you're I'm scared you're going to unleash on me. That's the truth. I'm just trying to shut the cameras before I'm the victim. Yossi Gizadna, thank you so much for coming again. Yeah, good. You and your family, thank you. Thanks for having me.